What's up, unicorns? Dragons. And Polly. Oh, oh my. my. So we're going to get back into the second part of uh, Voodoo Rider's interview. However, there's a couple things I just wanted to address prior to that. Um, the first... He's got his paper. You can hear <laughs> you it. You can hear my paper, my notes. <laughs> Does it sound official? Right. So the first is some uh, listener feedback, which we love. Yes, we um, love it. Yeah, the one was uh, we had someone say, do you have a fish tank? Because I can hear that in the background while you guys are... Yes, yes. we have a fish tank. We don't have a professional <laughs> uh, uh, recording studio. You can Sorry. hear uh, a fish tank. You might hear dogs bark or clicking around. Um, I know there's software that can obviously, you know, take it out. Um, I'm doing my best. I, uh, We're working on it. Baby yes. steps. At least you won't hear the reptile. Yes. And TT and I are in a band, so I have a lot of the recording stuff. That's why we've actually started this podcast a lot easier than we have all this recording equipment. But... Again, I'm learning. It's a new thing. You know, we're only on, what, episode five? So it'll get better. I, I promise it will definitely get better. Also, uh, another feedback from some um, listeners was Bubbles and her mic Sorry, skills. I'm still learning how to get close to a microphone. <laughs> so we... I'm just going to have to pull her head into the mic. Mm, yeah kind of like i do on captain's dick yes <laughs> fantastic so uh yeah so if you uh, just a recap the you know last episode was the um the first part of the interview with voodoo rider she talked about her history uh, and the lifestyle she told some funny stories and then her uh, current relationship so the second part of this is really her uh, spreading some advice which is good you know in terms of um talking about being a unicorn and how to find some um how to find couples and then also then she kind of flipped it a little bit on us remember she asked us some questions as well yeah. which is really great so you guys ready to dive right in yeah let's dive in absolutely all right here we go so what we really want from you is some advice so mm-hmm. you know as a single person unicorn looking to get into the lifestyle and maybe you want to try to hook up with a couple um you know really what advice could you give them i actually have a specific question for you about this all right bubbles Ooh. let's go After all of your unicorn experiences and as a fellow unicorn as someone who's been looking for a couple what are some red flags that you've noticed over your time that immediately make you turn away I know for me personally it's seeing someone that says looking for a female to spice up our marriage like oh god come join us for boring sex (laughs) (laughs) nothing screams vanilla like somebody referring to you as a female like Right. <laughs> yes. Wow. Right, um, I mean, there are so many things that I want that I want to say. Like, <laughs> one of the big ones is referring to you as a female at any point in time. For me, I'm just like out. Okay. Um, one of the questions that I always ask and I advise everybody to ask is, "Where's your hard line?" If they're like, "Oh, um, I don't really know. Like, we haven't talked," they're not ready. They're not ready. They don't know. They've never had experience with someone. They don't know where their limits are or their boundaries. And you're about to get yourself in a messy situation. If you're looking for a one night thing, I would try to go with somebody who knows at least their limits, has had that okay. kind of discussion or communication. 
And like elaborate. What do you mean? What do you mean by like limits? So if I were to say to you guys as a couple, mm-hmm. what are your hard limits with a third party? Would it be like finishing inside of somebody? Um, okay. Condom use is a hard limit, like must always happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't do blood play. Like, you know, you have limits that I'm pretty sure that the two of you could come up with pretty easily to be like, okay, this is what we're not doing, or this is where we won't go. Right. Um, when a couple doesn't have that, they haven't talked about it. They just got drunk one night and they were like, let's have a threesome. And now they're yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, it's good. It's good. So I, I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt you. I'm sure you have other things too, but just especially for people listening as well, because mm-hmm. a lot of couples make uh, mistakes. So you're saying, uh, referring to me as a female, like what would you rather them say? Let's say it's like their profile. What should it say? Yeah. So an, a different way to proposition a unicorn might just be to say, we are a couple that is open. We're looking for a third party. We would love to have another person inside of our relationship like and making sure that behind the scenes you and your partner have communicated about your boundaries and expectations around this so that on your tinder profile or whatever you're catering it towards women if that's what you want or men and women if that's if you're open like me and poseidon are or you know, non-binary folks making sure that you are catering your profile, like inside of your preferences to say what you want. But then I wouldn't refer to anybody as like looking for male or looking for female. You really just want to be honest and authentic about like, we're looking for another person to join us inside of our relationship and define what that looks like to you. Okay. Uh, I would also suggest either using the word woman or like someone who identifies as female Mm -hmm. or non-binary. I would also recommend not putting it in at all. If you set your preferences, especially if you're on Tinder, just looking for a one night stand in your preferences, it will only show you people who identify as female yeah oh yeah okay so you don't even even need to when for me at least when i hear someone saying we're looking for another female it means we want another vagina yeah Mm -hmm. and 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 that feels very insensitive if you just Mm -hmm. want another vagina get a fleshlight or hire a sex (laughs) worker well i just so uh, to interject and i could again this is you know we put out our opinions there so for me, I understand that, like you're saying, like female, I get that. Put a woman, I get that. But there are couples that aren't looking to bring someone into the relationship. There's couples that are like, hey, we're just looking to fuck. And there's there's definitely yeah. unicorns and girls out there are like, well, I'm not down with that, which is fine. Like that's yeah. there's definitely Absolutely. like a, a hard line. Like we, you know, during this during this this episode, you know, we you 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 identify where you say, uh, you know, as a unicorn. But it sounds more like you're a little bit more poly than unicorn because for me, and I could be, again, I could be wrong. She's fluid. I, no, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. But I feel that. In I'm the, more poly than a unicorn. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. In the poly community, which I've seen people just get roasted is that when they say, we're looking for a unicorn and people say, so you're looking for a girl to have casual sex with. And they said, no, we're looking for someone to start a relationship with. And they're like, well, that's not a unicorn. Like basically they're right. saying a unicorn is casual sex. It's, it's not mm. joining the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's a sexual relationship, but you're not going to like date them. Right. So it's, it's a, it's a fine line. Again, we're going to address it. So 
that's kind of the thing as well. Like it's, it's, it's definitely the, the terminology can get like mixed up, but absolutely. yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that it can. I mean, to be honest, I've done all of it. I've had casual one night stands. I've been flown across the country to have one night stands with people. Like Amazing. I've, or, Amazing. you know, a regular fuck buddy couple. Like I've, I've done, I've done all of it, but I can say with certainty that I really feel like I identify as a unicorn, even though I was in committed relationships with people because I was in a monogamous relationship with a couple, you know, and yeah, in, yeah. in my mind, that is polyamorous but it's also not like Mm -hmm. it's it's so interesting the degrees of sexuality and the degrees Mm -hmm. of relationship that you can have within these dynamics and I think that that's what makes it an essential part of sexual exploration is that it's a big uh umbrella you know (laughs) yeah yeah it can mean so many different things to so many different people and the terminology does get kind of weird I think a lot of people would identify me differently than I identify myself but that's okay with me because I know what I am and I give myself the freedom to change all the time no matter no matter what and if somebody else has a label that they're more comfortable associating me with then you know that's their business and that's okay with me but as someone who does identify as a unicorn and will go into searching for a third party as two unicorns in an open relationship looking for a third unicorn to join our little triad like your we'll... your poor your poor dms you're just gonna have like multiple messages yeah, we're in. gonna make separate email accounts for i'm just... sure i'm sure that's a great idea so like what other advice too so i i really liked you know having you know the hard limits um is there anything else you could really tell you know even like searching for it like where do you think that someone who's getting into this lifestyle like how do they go about it So the strangest thing to me is the apps. Like they, I don't understand them. They don't seem intuitive to me. And I have a really hard time connecting with people over them. For people who don't live in like cities, who live more rurally, um, I don't know that I'm necessarily the person to give advice to them. But for me, one of the best ways that I found to meet people was through like Facebook or through um, just going to bars and hanging out with people and being open about like my sexuality being bi or pan, like they kind of gravitate towards you if you are open and authentic. And I would go to like high-end bars where I knew that people with dual incomes probably would hang out and just chill at the bar and talk to people and flirt it up with anyone that was in my proximity and entertain multiple people at the same time that were around me until a couple came up and I was talking to them and then I would focus my attention in on them and be really intentional about how I moved about that space with them until we developed something or got to talking about it that's great that's great so um anything else in terms of like advice to anybody else yes I think that offer that comes up you will have more offers. I promise you. Like they will come. And if they can't answer the questions in a way that makes you feel comfortable to be vulnerable with your body, with two people at the same time, then you can just pass. And it's really okay to say no. It is more than okay to be like, hey, listen, you guys are fantastic. This is what I need to be comfortable, whether that's more dates or answers to these questions. And you guys just don't seem to have that right now. 
really appreciate your time. I've had so much fun with you. I've got to go. Like, this yeah. is, you know, my time. Absolutely. I used to use the line like, oh, I'm, you know, turning into a pumpkin. I'll let you guys think on these things. And I really hope mm-hmm. that y'all have a great night. I got to go. Pumpkin time. Like, peace out. <laughs> That's great advice. And if if a couple mm-hmm. were to respond poorly to that, even more reason to say goodbye. Yeah, that's a right. red flag. Well, that's, it, it's immediately disrespecting boundaries, yeah. which does right. not bode well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and in the last episode, you know, we talked about, we always set up like the no expectation first date. We're like, we're not mm-hmm. going home with you. You're not coming yeah. home with us. But, but what if we really click? And I was like, great. It's then not we'll going to happen. Another, we'll have another date. We'll have yeah, another date. But there's, like, there's you need, I really time. think there's time, you know, to, for people to think about it as well. You know, just process it a little bit. This is really what we want, especially like on the, the, the couple end, you know, to make sure that you guys both feel a, a connection as well. So yeah, you, you guys, guys are communicate. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you guys are like getting into that as well now where, you know, you're, you're going to be uh, delving into that, uh, that lifestyle now of bringing someone else in. So I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. I'm really excited I'm too. About like a five sum. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're decided type, so there you go. And we're we're not far away. We're you know we're pretty far away. We can meet halfway. (laughs) (laughs) So, what about any um just like closing statements you'd like to make? You know, just an overall wrap up. Any advice or you know just to talk to people out here listening? Sure, I think that one of the biggest pieces of advice I would give as well. I have so many big pieces of advice. Good lord, I could just talk for an hour about advice. Well, we love big pieces here. And we love sharing, so. Um, Poseidon's not the only one who has a horse theme. Uh, There it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Captain. (laughs) One one big piece of advice that I would say is have a friend. Even if you're not open about your non-monogamy adventures or your exploration, have that one person that you can talk to, that you can share your location with that you can speak to about what your internal thoughts are and just be really raw and vulnerable and real. Whether that's somebody in a support group online, there are plenty of groups for people who are bisexual, pan, who are non-monogamous that have people that will just like be your safe space. Find someone that you can talk to, that you can tell your struggles to. And, mm-hmm. and as you move throughout untraining yourself to default to monogamy, you need that person to process with. You also need that person to keep you safe. You know, if you get yeah. really excited and start diving into a situation that seems unsafe, you need somebody to be like, hey, yo, hold on a second. Like, we don't have this person's full name. Like, we, we don't know where you're going. They just sent you this yeah. random address. Like, we got to yep. pause. Yep. Because it's so easy as a unicorn to get caught up in the excitement and the adrenaline and the arousal, really, because it's so much fun. It is so much fun. And you're being desired by all these different people. And it's easy to make it just like go to your head and then for you to put yourself in a situation that's difficult. So have that person who's always got your location, who's always making sure that you're being safe with your dates, who's letting you process in a safe environment, in a safe space that you can bounce back to them even when you're in a relationship with a couple or you've been hooking up with them for a while you still need that outside party that other person that you can talk to and process with yeah that's great i mean we've had situations too where um you know we would have 
a um we'd have someone that was let's say we we're having a, a, a date with them where they were coming over and they would basically say to us hey look i, I need to lo- know a little bit more about you guys i need to know like not only just your address but a little bit more information because i want to share it with a friend just just to be safe so i love that having you know someone to look out for you and talk to mm-hmm. and i've been um really embracing the the community aspect of mm-hmm. this lifestyle yeah. and I think it's just really important to find, like you said, whether or not this person is involved or not, mm-hmm. someone you feel safe talking to and being yeah. open with. That's, that's really important and big. I love that. Yeah. Processing is such a huge part of exploration inside of your sexuality and having having that person, having that place to go where you don't feel alone in it because it's super easy to get isolated inside of exploration because everything's so new and you don't know really how to talk about it with other people. So community is essential. Yeah. So I actually want to flip the script and I have a couple of questions for you three. Oh, I know. So I talked about how I am not open about being non-monogamous because the social consequences where I live and with my social atmosphere are just too high. I know that we've talked briefly about this in the past, but how out are you guys and how did you make the decision to be closed or open about your non-monogamy? Ooh, exciting. I think we should start with Bubbles. Yeah, Bubbles, you go first. just about to say. (laughs) Go ahead, Bubbles. I think mine will be quick. So I've been very open about my sexuality with my family since I was young they've always been very accepting of me and I've dealt with some health issues and struggles in the past few years and I've really found myself looking for my own happiness so I'm saying I'm not gonna hide who I am from the people that I love and I had gone on a date with TT and Captain and I had confirmed for me that you know, I enjoyed the idea of three, that uh, no matter what happened, that this was going to be a part of my path. Mm-hmm. And so I sat my dad down and I said, everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm seeing two people at the same time and they're married. Dun, dun, dun. You know, you've never been conventional as long as you're happy then I'm happy for you. That's wonderful. Yes, great. Thank you, Dad. And then I was like, so how are we going to tell Mom? Oh. <laughs> oh, and he laughed and said, good luck with that. So she comes in. She gets home. I say, sit down. Everything is okay. <laughs> Everything is fine. But I have something to tell you. And she goes, oh, my God, you're pregnant. Oh, my God, you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Oh, my God. And as we've said, I'm staunchly child-free, so that would have been a nightmare for me. Uh, <laughs> I said, no, Whew. I'm dating two people at the same time. They're married. And then she said, oh, God, I wish you were telling me you were pregnant. <laughs> um, and then she said, uh, I need some time to process. And then... The next morning we woke up and we went to yoga together and ever since she's made such a wonderful effort to voice her acceptance 
and her support of my happiness, which has been some really wonderful growth. And actually, I am open to the rest of my family on my dad's side as well. My my grandparents actually know. Yeah, I mean, we've 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 gone over for for dinner, so that you know, Mm -hmm. we obviously her parents and her family know you know about us, so it's not like we're right. Yeah, and it it sounds like the general theme of your family members are as long as your needs are getting met, we're happy for you. However, on my dad's side too. So I was a little um, slower to come out than, I mean, uh, Bubbles was like, I don't know, maybe the first week, you're like, I told my parents that they love you. We're like, huh? What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, you're open. Very um, open. It took me a little bit more time, but I, I told my mom first. Um, she is very uh, like old hippie, open-minded, you know, vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I, I knew she would... She was confused. She was like, what? How? I don't understand. But okay, yeah, th- this works. Like if, if, again, if it makes you happy. And then um, a little bit later, I told my dad. And again, he was more confused than anything. Like how? Like how does that work? I'm so confused. And mm-hmm. he had a wild past of threesomes and group sex. And um, he actually okay. took me out. He took me out to dinner a few months after I told him. He was like, let's just have dinner, me and you. I didn't realize that this was going to be, I'm going to share with you all my crazy stories from my youth. Yeah. He never dated more than one person. I mean, together in a group. But um, yeah, he had a very um, colorful uh, sex life in his youth. Yes. So he was... Again, he was more confused about like how it works on the um, emotional level. He totally understood the mechanics of the physical <laughs> part. <laughs> um, so, and I have a very small family, so that, that was about it. I mean, I don't really have my my sister knows, and she's accepting. You know, oh sh- sure. I mean, she was just like, okay, what, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I would say that you know, in terms of our friends. All of our friends yeah. know they they do. We've been open about it, and and even when we started dating bubbles, you know, we kind of said to her as well that if we have friends that we kind of are open about this, and they judge us or they're mean to you or treat you in any other way, I'm like, we can find other friends. Like yeah. there's there, there, yeah. It was like never to a point where I was going to say we're not going to hide this of of how we are, and we introduce her as our girlfriend. You know, this is our girlfriend, and some people just think like, oh, it's a friend, and it's a girl, right? You know, sometimes. You know, sometimes we don't have to elaborate with it, but you know, I, I want to say like, if they don't understand what our girlfriend means when she's hanging out with us, like you guys are very naive, you know? You know it's funny. My um, discovery of my sexuality is fairly new in the grand scheme of my years of yeah. being alive. And um, a lot of my friends that I had been friends with for years before even I uh, discovered who I was, when I told them almost every single one says, oh yeah, that makes sense. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, I get it. Yeah, okay, right. I can see that. You so know? in terms and in terms of me, um, I have some work friends that I'm close with that mm-hmm. that know, you know, know about, our, you know, our lifestyle. Great. And I have other work friends that I'm not very close with. So I'm just like, it's not, it's to a point where, I, you know, I, like there's, uh, we're, we're coworkers, yeah. but the ones that I'm close with, like they know, obviously right. for me though, for my family, 
my parents don't know. And it was kind of a, just a bad timing with moving and pandemic because mm -hmm. they met bubbles. You know, there was times where we went over there and they just thought like, oh, there's a friend coming over. Right. And I had this like plan of saying, oh, well, this next summer, you know, I'm going to have this conversation, like let them know and introduce her and as, person. as in person, yeah. because I, I didn't want to in person, especially with your parents. Right. So much. Easier. They're very conservative. Okay. Uh, My mom's yeah. very conservative. Mm -hmm. So I was just going to, it wasn't to a point where I wasn't going to tell them. It was just like a point where I just wanted like the right way to tell them. And right. then they decided they were moving and they moved to uh, Florida. I mean, mm -hmm. they completely far moved away far away from us. So then I'm like, well, I don't want to do this over. And especially the pandemic. I'm like, I don't want to do this over like a Zoom. You right. Know? Yeah. No, but no, no. <laughs> I'm very excited because, so my brother already knows and my brother, mm -hmm. but only because he kind of knew that like Sarah and I were in like the lifestyle. But then I finally see, and, and I would see him like once a year and he would say to me, oh, are you guys like still into that? And I said, actually, we're. <laughs> We're more like, into that. We're dating a girl. And we're not just like, just like, like having casual sex, but like dating a girl. It's a relationship. Yeah. He had so many questions. Um, but in about a month, I'm actually going to visit my family and I'm pumped because I can't wait to sit them all down and be like, hey, I got something to tell everybody. <laughs> we got news that it's not a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. I think that there's this whole phase of coming out when you're in a non-monogamous lifestyle or or you believe just inherently that monogamy isn't the only way and there's this like new sense of coming out that is different than coming out about your sexuality but coming out about your relationship beliefs and yeah, it's absolutely. um it's breaking the norm even more and so that is a process that should be celebrated and coming out to friends or family or coworkers or just being out online about that lifestyle it's it should be celebrated it should be like yeah, coming out about your sexuality i agree i feel very lucky um in all of our lives that we have such accepting uh support and friends and family um i know that captain has yet to come out to his parents but i know it might be a little bit tricky in the beginning but i i'm sure i mean i know them both well and i'm sure that they will come to the conclusion that happiness is key. And yeah, forever, I was I was raised you know? in a I was raised in a household where you know, not I wouldn't say like lifestyle but like my sister had a lot of lesbian friends. Mm -hmm. So it's not something where my parents are going to be shocked and be like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" It's right. just that you know, even for for me, I would Mike always concerned too was that my my parents were concerned that say like, "Oh, well, TT and you are having uh, issues and that's why you're having this. It's like no, that's and that's what you can explain. Th and that's why I want to do it in person yeah. and sit with them and say, look, you probably have even be like, you probably have questions. If you guys want to ask me tomorrow, ask me tomorrow. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So I'm I like very that. looking forward to it. I really am. Yeah, I love that. One of the things that I tell people is, people are going to have questions about your sexuality, about your relationship beliefs when you kind of come out and break the mold and be like, hey give them 48 hours to just like process and be like, we're just going to have a <laughs> right. rapid fire questions around like right. freaking Jeopardy and make right. it, you know, right. like even if it's tense, make it fun. Be like, I'm happy to answer your questions to this limit, you know, whatever your internal boundaries are mm -hmm. about what you want to share and, and moving forward that way and just giving them time to process. Both Poseidon and I are very out about our sexualities with our parents, but neither of us are open about our non-monogamy, and his family is very conservative, so I feel that pain. 
All right, so I think that's a wrap. Um, I think that we might have to break this into two episodes. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, I really love it. The more the merrier. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, uh, being so open, yeah. um, experiences, giving advice for people that are out there trying to get in it. Um, we're definitely going to have you on again. So mark on your Absolutely. calendar. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited <laughs> to be back on, but again, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. This was an absolute blast. I'm so excited to share my experiences and help people who are verging into the lifestyle and starting to explore their sexuality come to a comfortable place. And I'm, I'm really excited that you guys have started this platform and I'm so proud of you guys. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Anyone who's a listener out there, if you're not already, you can go on Facebook and find us uh, just savages. It's a group that we use. It's kind of like an inside joke, but you know, you can find us obviously on there and uh, you know, all of our other, um, our social media but thanks again for having us on i'm sorry for coming on with us and we're going to talk to you soon absolutely take care y'all yeah bye all right that was such a great interview with voodoo rider we actually uh talked to her and hopefully we're going to have her back on we hope that you guys enjoyed that as much as we did because we had a blast during that yeah absolutely absolutely hopefully she can become a regular part of the show yeah we would love to have her as a regular absolutely um, next episode, we're going to get a little bit more into the poly lifestyle. And also you guys will get to hear the story of how we met bubbles and our Aww. relationship and how that has evolved. Um, very excited to talk about that. You know, there's people that are actually asking me about that and like, Hey, stop wasting time. Tell us about bubbles. <laughs> um, yeah, get to the good stuff already. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, you know, we have a segment we like to call the good, the bad, and the funny. And I actually have a story um, that we have from the past. And this was an experience um, with a lady who um, came over and we had a fun time with her. But one of the things that was very strange, well, first of all, she was very like ADD sex girl, meaning like we would get into a position and it would last maybe like 20 seconds and she was would say, let's do this now. And she would like want to go into something else. Like, uh, I want to lay on my back. And then we're like, okay. And it was, we'd do that for like maybe 20 seconds. She's like, I want to suck your dick. I'm like, uh, okay. And she was just from one to another, to another, to another. It was like this crazy Wild kid. Ride. Wild ride. Just jumping from one, sp- like one position to another to a point where I wanted to say, hey, like, let's maybe enjoy this one position for, I don't know, more than 30 seconds. Not trying to hole punch the entire. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. It was like. Reward yeah. card. Yeah. It was like she was like, I want to, you know, hit every bucket list. Try five positions. Yeah. Get the sixth one free. Yeah. Like a threesome, uh, like bucket list she had to hit. But the weirdest part about it was she did this thing where she grabbed my dick. And she put her mouth really close to it. I mean, not like all around it or anything. And she just said, do you like it when I talk on your dick? <laughs> right? And I thought maybe like like the vibration. She's like, do you like it when I talk on your dick? And like I was a, like. Like a microphone, Yeah, right? No, but not even like talking into it. It was like the side of the microphone. Do you like it when I talk on your dick? And I'm like, uh, yes. <laughs> maybe. 
mean there's other things you could do with it that I would like more. Right. It was to a point <laughs> it's where it's not bad. I remember too. I don't think you, I think you were like using the bathroom at the time. I'm, you didn't see it. I don't know. I I remember this night as like a drunken blur. Like you said, I do remember. Yeah, I think it was a weekday too. Positions crazy fast and and i oh and she, she was got super drink, yeah, drunk like really straight fast. whiskey yeah and i was like on that wild ride with her so right. i re- i just it, it, it was I, very strange uh, my nickname for her was um asian tornado oh my god it was because it was just like Whoo! yeah it was crazy <laughs> but that even like i mean i remember when i wanted her to leave just so that um i can tell you the story i yeah. was like she was talking on my dick i think it was in the kitchen no, 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 no. It was, oh. this was, this was in bed. You were like, you were like using the bathroom. Well, you know that there was like crazy. Yes. Sex yes. all over the house. Yes. So, yes. so anyway, <laughs> that, that's my, um, my funny story for the week. Um, again, if you guys have some funny stories, good, bad, or funny, you can always share them with us at, um, unicorns, dragons, and, and, uh, poly at gmail.com. Um, you can also find us, obviously, um, online. We're a Facebook group, Unicorns, Dragons, and Polly uh, group. And please, if you share them with us. We'd love to read them. And, you know, obviously, it's it's something that uh, people like to share these stories as well. So thanks for tuning in this week, guys. And uh, we will talk to you next week. See you next week, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>